0: Where does that interest in music have to go? Well, thank you for joining us, or me, here on The Daily Davis. 15 minutes you can't get back. This is our second episode. We're still learning. It's going to show. But today's episode, episode two, is why the Democrats are all of a sudden being so honest about what they really want to take from you. And this isn't a time when we make a lot of promises because we have a lot of avenues in which to make promises. We have promises we can make through social media, on TV, on campaign mailers. They can hit you pretty much anywhere. There was a time in this country these promises were only made either through an ad in a newspaper or on a stump in a dusty town square, in which we would like to think that's how you know, Abraham Lincoln debated his way into the presidency. We will never know. We only understand, to be honest, a little about what drove voters' motives at that time. I think at the time, uh, whispers, the the the, you know whisper networks were probably a lot stronger than they are today because you don't whisper you don't have a whisper network anymore. You put it on Twitter. You put an anonymous person puts it in a comment section, and all of a sudden you have a absolutely huge breaking story that's not a whisper campaign. So the whisper campaign essentially is dead unless you have one in your family, and that's usually reserved for events where somebody's fly is open or they've been drinking a little too much and you spend the time laughing with your cousins pointing and not really pointing it out to them. The big-time whisper campaign, the campaigns that would sink an election, they're kind of over because they're not whispers. They're yells and they're shouts. And speaking of yells and shouts, this all started, this was, I was, I was, Inspired to talk about this because Kamala Harris, um, over a month ago, she got CNN at the her a party when she said she's coming out and run for president, and this was great. She was going to be on TV live town hall, and she was going to say, "This is how I'm going to run. This is what I'm for," and she says something very interesting. Well, it's a lot of interesting things depending on how you, what you value. <laughs> I value health care. I think it's a health insurance is a very important part of my life because I have two kids. And uh, not only did it help me pay for them being born, it helps for me to take care of them now because they get sick, they fall down, we go to the doctor. She made it very clear on, her, on that show that she was going to get rid of private health insurance, employer-sponsored health insurance. 150 million people all at once gasped. Not really, because if you want to understand true TV, the max amount of people who watch any of those news shows is 3 million. One show, one hour, 3 million is the best you can hope for. Most of them are a million or less. Now think about that in the terms of a 350 million person population. Oh, the vast majority of folks are not watching news. Even if you take the three top stores on at the same time, you have maybe 6 million out of the 350 million watching cable pundits every night just always keep that in mind and you may be one of them you may not be one of them but something like 25 million people watched the final episode of mash and that may have been more than that so kamala Harris tells the small crowd that she's in front of and the larger crowd digitally out there uh one of them through satellites internet tv I want your employer, I want to take away your uh, employer-sponsored health insurance. And she didn't initially say, and I want to replace it with something better. She says, no, we got to do with that. We got to do away with that. And that was pretty interesting. And that was on the heels of the Green, or that was before the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal comes out. And in the notes on the Green New Deal, the notes that um, Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez, Congressman Cortez, AOC, what are we going to call her? I want to be respectful. I will call people by what they say, but we'll say AOC. AOC um, notes on the Green Green said, hey, we're getting rid of, we, we plan to get rid of flight. We're going to get rid of cows. We want, you know, the, 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 the life changes, the, the, the things that were going to go away for you. It wasn't, hey, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that. It was like, no, you can't fly anymore. No, you can't have your car anymore. No, your lawnmower has to be plugged into a wall. There was a lot of, it was rather shocking that they wrote that down and, and passed it out to people and then made it a resolution. Uh, following that, we kind of had this like yeah, tax the rich people. We can get in tax the rich, but we don't have a whole lot of time. You get that. You probably agree that it was like, oh, soak the rich, but there's a problem with that. Because there's not enough of them, so, and then there was the Amazon jobs in New York City that they, they were proudly ripped from the people of the Bronx, uh, Brooklyn, whatever in that area, the, the the greater New York City area, uh, which would have benefited greatly, and they're happy about it, and they're campaigning on this. Kamala House is out there. I'm going to take away your health insurance. This is odd to me because it's some of the folks that may be older listen. To Campaign promises were very broad. Hey, we're going to fix education, which I'll, I'll just stop right there and say it's like my daughter saying she's not going to pick on her little brother and clean up her room if I give her a Twix now. It's bullshit. It's not going to last very long. It, there's, it's hollow. And I'll probably give her a Twix, and I'll, I'll pay for giving the reward up front every time. And you will too when you elect people. I'll fix it. You, the, the federal government really has a, a, a very limited role in education. They do pass out a lot of money, but as we can tell, if, if our if our education system hasn't been fixed with the amount of money we're putting into it now, maybe money's not the problem. Uh, but we're gonna fix education in 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 general. That there's no substance to it, but everybody felt good about it. Well, my kid's gonna be smart. I mean, and and. Actually, nobody takes, well, some people do. If your kid's dumb, usually has a lot to do with you and not the federal government. Uh, Then, you know, hey, we're going to, we're going to, you know, social security, we're going to protect it. We're going to, you know, tough on crime, Uh, general platitudes that we're, no one was taking. They're going to give you a, a safer, smarter, more secure future. And that, and that was, uh, the, and they weren't really going to do that. They're just saying that. Because that's, up until now, kind of what they said. And, of course, th- there were things back then that, you know, you could say, oh, we're going to halt the line on the border. You really can't say that now and um, for a few reasons. The main reasons is. They find it racist that he would enforce immigration laws, and Democrats desperately need new voters. And we can get into why they need voters. Well, why they went. We are going to. We'll let's just jump right into it. I think they're making all of this. Uh, I think they're going opposite of what they used to because they didn't think it worked with Hillary Clinton. Uh, they, they thought that maybe she was too moderate. So they decided to get really honest and go, hey, we're just, we're just going to go as far left as we possibly can. Just tell people we're going to take everything away. And government's the answer. Because obviously Hillary wasn't the answer. Hillary lost to Trump. Who, who loses to Trump? Hillary Clinton, her moderate views. So we're hearing from them now, and they don't understand. And, and I think that there's a millions and millions of Americans looking around going, whoa. Whoa. You know, we always thought that these pundits, that these right wingers, this stuff on Facebook, they're just making that up. There's no, you know, Democrats and liberals, progressive, that they're not like that. They're not going to take anything from us. They're out there just, you know, protecting a woman's right to choose. They're out there. Uh, making sure that gays can be married, which is fine. Most of the Republican Party, especially people my age, forty, don't really care if the gays get married. If anything, the libertarian side of us said, "Why would you want the government in between you and the other person you love?" But that's another story. Uh, Democrats have jumped the shark, gone completely over the other side, and started promising to take away your transportation, your car, your health insurance. And it boggles my mind to think that that's the way to go. And it's not as if Donald Trump was somebody who was was, was under-promising or over-promising for his base. His base was simply just angry. Um, whatever base. It's the people who, who, who showed up to vote were just tired of liberals and they said, hey, you know what would really make every liberal in the country mad? Elect this guy. Who wasn't even the most conservative guy by... Any stretch of the means was a Republican minutes before he got into the Republican primary has no Republican credentials. Uh, I could barely say he's a social conservative in the sense, and it's pretty out there. Um, So, however, they're reading why and what Republicans did, you know, that for the Democrats have gone the other side and. The problem is, is nobody's really dinging them that hard. So AOC, which we'll talk about just a little bit here, um, she keeps, a, she's got a, a Twitter presence, and she'll say and she'll, she'll go out there and she'll throw a big right cross uh, using Twitter. And, oh yeah, and you know she's got these fans. I just want somebody, but the reality is, what she's saying is not very smart. Not that she's not a smart person; it's just not well thought out. It's not. It, it's it's a it's a jab it, it, it's a political you know shot instead of being an ethos a thought a, you know something something bigger and more substantive and when you just say yeah well people don't need this and people don't need that and we're going to take that it, it, it should disturb people and no one's she's people you know you kind of stick a toe out there and water feels good and you stick a foot and now she's she's neck deep she thinks she can say anything so you're starting to learn a lot about the things what they want what the liberal progressive liberals want, which is to depower a lot of, a, a lot of you, the, the, the less that you have that's offered by someone other than Congress, which they sit in, um, the less, the, 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 the less dependent or the more dependent you become on Congress. The, the, the big problem with wealth, the big problem with independence with, with progressives is you don't need the government. You don't need their help. You won't reelect them. You will elect the person that gets out of their way, gets out of your way, because you have what you need. And that goes down to the middle class and, and beyond. When the government becomes intrusive, uh, that's it, it, not just the rich. It's every everybody and every day. When the regulations say you can't do this and you can't do that and you're not allowed to have that, that affects everyone. So you're learning that they want to shrink you down to where everything is provided by the government. That's easy. This is not a socialism, communism, and fascism idea at the moment. It's just an idea that um, they will stay in control. I don't think they've gone to the how does this work other than, you know, the, the more people who seek out a job uh, in order to provide for their family and for their leisure and for their health care for their food, and the whole nine yarns, the less likely are to have allegiance to the government. And we have a very low opinion of government. And when the government is going to provide all of those things they took from you, you have no choice but to be loyal to the government because you would be begging for it. You don't have to beg your employer for anything. You show up legally. They got to pay you. There's a, there's a system in which, you know, that that handles that. The government doesn't give you what you want. Who are you going to complain to? The government? You're not. So it's it's an idea that I want everybody to keep in mind as you go forward. The idea that the campaign rhetoric has tugged to what they're not going to let you have. And they're happy to tell you that. It's going to be the biggest sticking point for Democrats. And if you're a Democrat listening to this, there's nothing wrong with you. You just have a different view on things. I, don't, I hope you're not a person who thinks that everybody should lose their health insurance and have it replaced with something untested, very expensive. Um, and doesn't have buy-in from all the parties. It's pretty much got one buy-in. It's like there's a group of people who want free health care. No one's asked the people who provide the health care. <laughs> Do you want to provide free health care? I don't think so when you listen to the campaign rhetoric going forward see if we stay in this direction pay attention are they talking about taking things are they talking about giving things i'm not sure millennials are i think millennials have an abundance of choice it is almost paralyzing to them and i think that the appeal that some of these candidates have is if they remove choice if they remove all of this thing in the world the these these millennial folks will follow him like, yes, please simplify my life by taking away my freedom. And truthfully, your life will be a lot simpler if you have less freedom. Think about the decisions you don't get to make, where you travel, where you vacation, where you might, what doctor you might uh, go see. So there's an idea there, but we're almost about our 15 minutes and we'll talk about this more as the campaign goes. Um, our, every other day, we either do uh, a moral uh, directive or we do an amendment. Today is the first amendment. We're going to take them in order. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the pe- people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Folks, it's pretty straightforward, except I'm going to give you a few things it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean you get to talk in class. It doesn't mean you get to yell at somebody on the Internet. It doesn't mean you have a you, you get a say at city council. Your right to free speech is pretty much public property. <laughs> it's, uh, you can say whatever you want in your house. Um, there are limits on speech that... Insight riots or create a dangerous situation. It's the easiest way to say it. Cannot yell fire theater. Be careful how you use this. You have a right to assemble. You don't have a right to assemble in your employer's office and tell him he's a jerk. Because it's his office. He can tell you to leave. Be sure you understand where you can exercise, quote, your right under the First Amendment it's important extremely important you understand that because if you get around someone who knows what they're talking about you look really stupid and of course i have I have some deeper thoughts on our 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 religious exemption here the whether it be tax, whether which is not a first-minute deal but what they get to say how they get to say it and how that mixes in with what the law says about religion and what they say about religion—you know, not prohibiting somebody from practicing their religion. At what point does speech can be protected by saying that is my religion? And you, who, who's going to push that line someday? That's something to think about. Again, First Amendment covers you in public does not cover you at your school board meeting. They can tell you to shut up and make you leave. Don't make a fool of yourself. We'll talk to you tomorrow.